0: Welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We're here to finally discuss the finale of The Wheel of Time Season 2 Episode 8 What Was Meant to Be written by Rafa Lee Juggins and Timothy Earle directed by Sinai Hamri. I thought this was a much better finale than the penultimate. There were still some nitpicks here and there but overall I think this was an action-packed Uh, very much got a lot of character beat moments for some that truly did earn it this season. And then we have some other things that happen towards the end that make me really excited for season three. Before we jump into the recap, wherever you listen to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. Like, share, Subscribe. If you want to send feedback for any other shows that I will be doing, we will be picking up Invincible season two once I come back from vacation. (laughs) So definitely send all feedback there at blackercouch at gmail.com. 3,000 years ago, we finally meet Luz in the flesh. He doesn't want to keep doing the same dance with his friend Ishmael. Who is surrounded by a group of men. That are channeling. Interesting. And he refers to Ishmael as his friend. And I feel like this is information we should have got earlier in the season. And despite his pleas to eventually go to the dark and join him. He knows doing so will mean the loss of everything that they love. Something they just don't want, like, I, I I get you prefer that nothing exists, but I have this thing called IS towards living, so let me do that. I'm surprised to see it was all male channelers that bound him alive, and that kind of leads me to Tarek, Tarek, and his pointlessness, but he himself was thinking I'm one of the people that is going to fight against the dark one. So there really is this additional faction that truly believes that their right to channel is in fact, for the greater good, they are not going to kill him. They're going to make him in a state of being awake, but not aware and they've already did this to the others. This lose is far more impressive, and I can see why Lanfair is hung up on him. But Rand doesn't even come close to compare. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rand, I love you, but mm, your swag is certainly missing. Speaking of, Lanfair is leading them through the ways. Despite Moraine trying to deceive her, Lanfair knows damn well she has her power back. And despite Lan, I keep saying Lan when I want to say Lon, and I say Lon when I want to say Lan. But truly, it's just Lon, and I can't help myself. He's going to stand next to her like, if you're going to hurt her, you're going to have to go through me. And I'm like, is she going to go through both of y'all? <laughs> Did you not see what she did to the Sea? Let's not play games here. We don't. We don't need to to pretend who has the upper hand. And she even says, "You two live at my mercy. Be prepared to play the role that you're going to need to play, which is raise the banner. Something that is prophesized we hear talked about between the White Cloaks, another group that I feel I should know more about, but I don't." And I also don't care to know much more about because the people that should be dead in said group still manage to be alive. Both are tossed from the ways, leaving Rand alone with Lanfair and the consequences of channeling in the ways. Lanfair really making a gamble for his heart, pointing out everyone else just wants something from him or what he can do but she's the only one that truly cares about him and begs him to come with to which he correctly points out I don't have a choice I can't open the ways well I probably can but I seem to use my power in a lopsided type of fashion which I'm not a fan of and I notice and I don't love it I don't love it at all Because the Rand that was running around in this episode certainly wasn't the Rand that's been walking around the past seven. The White Cloaks, they show up in the mist to fight. And I got to give it to them, the little kids doing the little... I thought that was kind of cool. Ava, Perrin, and crew show up in FOM. And how many... And there will be many, I should say, that will not wake up today or will wake today. I'm just thinking that's a weird way to say people are going to die. Wouldn't they be going to sleep? But I suppose they're in the idea that this world is not the true world. The real world is the one in which you die. So you wake up from the hell that you live in. That was kind of the sell on heaven in itself in Christianity, right? Like the suffering you do on earth. That's that's typical. That's par for the course. Um, the more suffering you know the the bigger your house is going to be once you get to you know the afterlife which is when your life's really going to pop off even though you're dead he tells Hopper to stay because it's going to be dangerous and I feel as if Hopper got a short end of the stick too as far as his story was concerned all we got was his name was Hopper <laughs> and then he was gone Lanfair tells Ishmael, when he is appalled that she's there, that she brought Ran to farm. He doesn't think he's going to choose them as it's too soon, but she points out he is a procrastinator, needing every piece to be just so. Either it's going to happen or it isn't. Her sell to Ran is that she's going to help him kill Ishmael, even though she didn't do a damn thing so that he doesn't think that they're all the same that's the that is the the path that she's walking in the dark right now despite this outcome unfavorable for ishmael he admits they do balance each other it was almost like there's no hard feelings but i knew this was coming from jump (laughs) The White Cloaks attack, it was pretty cool to see some actual fighting going on and it not just involve, because I don't think all the White Cloaks are evil people, clearly. But I once again, I'm not really familiarized with their with their background enough to to truly be that invested. (laughs) I'm gonna have to read these books. Cause I have a feeling that what I, the that the show unfortunately is a very quickly uh, constrained version of the books. Cause there's what five or six, and I know that's not easy. I'm not even gonna sit here and pretend that that's an easy thing to crunch down. I mean, for fuck's sake, Harry Potter had at least two and a half hours of movies and even though they had an hour per week eh, and you have to really focus if you're trying to move a lot of the moving pieces and you don't know when the end of this you know you're trying to also tell the whole story because you might not get nine ten seasons to flesh it out the way it should be but it does take a little bit of the underlining tension away from the show because a lot of the deaths in this uh, finale didn't hit me in any emotional capacity at all I was like oh okay there's only one moment where I was terrified (laughs) and it's with a character that I don't even think has had dialogue Nynaeve is now dressed as a soldam and she looked badass I wish that her look matched her (laughs) outward confidence I just I need to get more in Nynaeve's head and I feel like season one I got it a lot more whereas season two there's just been a disconnect Uh, they demand their captive tell them everything about the kennels Rena's face painted for battle Uh, she tells Egwene that they have been called up to do their part Disrespect in battle will lead to maiming, but Egwene ain't scared. She has never been scared and defiantly won't stand up, so Rena threatens her before cutting off her braid. Oh now you fucked up Nay fucked up Now you fucked up You have fucked up now Nay fucked up Nay fucked up Nay fucked up Nay fucked up back to my sidebar and if i am gonna read the books i'm gonna have to read read them because i told you i cannot do the audio it is just so painful but i will have some time on a beach coming up soon so there is that patty fane who hasn't had much of anything to do this season other than show up in this one moment and a second in the premiere he goes to Ishmael and is told that Lanfair has betrayed them, choosing a different path to walk through the night, and that Rand won't swear his oaths to the dark as it hasn't been enough time. And he won't turn to the dark unless he thinks it will help save his friends from doing the same. So, unfortunately, he concludes I might have to wait until his next life. Time. Padden offers to kill Rand, but Ishmael already knows who kills him and what he uses to do it, which is the same knife that Padden has been carrying around that Matt is attracted to. He also needs to remove Lanfair for- from the board, despite being granted eternal life by the Dark Lord. He said, don't worry about it. I, I-, I got that situation handled. You're going to learn today. Padden visits Matt and gives him his favorite knife back. Naineev knows that her captive, Seta, is lying and demands to be told where Elaine is. Elaine wonders how she is controlling her. She explains it's like a neural link sensations that all she has to do is push to make her captive stop lying if she don't like what pain feels like. She doesn't want to go to the tower due to her shame. But Nynaeve warns if she tries anything, she'll make her curse the first kiss her father ever gave her mother. Oh, shit! Oh, shit! Oh, shit! Oh, my God! That line delivery was the best thing Nynaeve did this, this season. <laughs> I mean, I definitely felt she meant that <laughs> and even Elaine over there like you know maybe you're you need to channel your your dark emotions and maybe then you will actually be able to to weave. She also can give Rena a lesson in how to keep your captive in line. Rand sees Egwene and does nothing to go to her. <laughs> I mean it took a lot of shortcuts it's not like that tower was the entire park of westworld all you had to do was keep going up just some stairs man some flights of stairs it didn't seem as if you had as many obstacles as everybody else pan and fane tells matt you ain't shit your mama knew you wasn't shit your cousins know you ain't shit all your friends know you ain't shit we all been knew you ain't shit take the knife i'm not gonna touch it weak
1: fuck and
0: it. Lon calls Moraine out on her pretending as they are walking the beach. She's overwhelmed, scared, unprepared for what lay ahead. And while he never asked for his bond to be taken away, he would like to have it back. Because while she heard him with that comment, he has accepted that what she does is more important. She remarks back that she can only say they were never equals because she knew that they that he was so much better. I'm glad that was turned back around because that would have been a lie. That was a lie but the truth. And I thought that at the time, and I'm glad that they, they paid it off. And the moment where they re ignited their bond was very heartfelt. Ogier runs into Perrin and the Eala, those women. Ingtar explains they had the help of an unknown woman. And have casually walked off with the horn of a lore. Valor. <laughs> Valor. <laughs> For some reason, splitting up isn't an option. They're like, we gotta go rescue Egwene. Okay, how about Ingtor, you, your man, and, uh, well, it's not like they had too many other people with them. You guys go over here you know, get the get the horn safe, get it out of town, but you need it for the last battle. So what... anyhow, it's not like y'all was not going to the same place is what I'm trying to say that you couldn't have taken two different routes. If that was if you just, one person wanted to go to the kennels and the other person wanted to go to ran. I don't know, there was enough people here where that could have been a thing. We didn't need that hero speech is what I'm trying to say. Egwene is led to the top of the tower and told to shoot fireballs. She can't possibly hurt Innocence, but when she sees the White Cloaks screaming, burn the witches along with their past crimes, she's content to release the Kraken. Old people burning, old people burning, put your hands up. Old people burning, old people burning, It's kind of messed up herrick and his battalion are approached by Rand. he doesn't even say anything just universally kills them all after he does his little who would dare approach me with my press on nails sparing the servant who decided blood in blood out and killed himself while this was impressively badass where has this been there was a gap between leveling up in this moment and Tarek, I barely knew you to even take you seriously as a threat. You was just a motherfucker that showed up. One day. That was a problem for the Sha Shen. Perrin and his crew are caught in a fight with soldiers. Ingtar very much predicted to die the minute he said this is for his country. Taking two swords through the back. And while that fight, and during that fight, this is the moment where I was like, if they kill... Massima when I just got to know them biceps I'm gonna be pissed the fuck off then they kill Ingtar and I was like oh thank god oh he's dead oh thank god Massima's safe thank god the thing of it is what's the point of a sacrifice if you're just gonna watch the person die help or get the fuck moving (laughs) don't just linger around and watch 20 people and they're like go go don't don't let it. you could have jumped in at that point line and moraine continue to walk their long trek on the beach with the latter feeling less burdened now that she has her bond husband back uh, he wonders why a land was woken up in the first place turns out before the war of power ishmael Luz, and lanfair were the best of friends inseparable lanfair is the least dangerous of all the forsaken and the struggle between them was real finally moraine knows where they are considering it felt as if they were going to fall, why should she be surprised they're at farm Speaking of, Lanfear is making moves to get the other forsaken off the board by running into a friend from her Celine days, saying that I'm going to bring something to your boat in the middle of the night. I'm going to need you to dump it in the ocean. Due to whatever Ishmael was doing, he missed that the horn was stolen and Tarek is dead when he goes to see the ball-headed bitch. Her best Demane are on a ship and he wants them ready to gentle a man on his signal. Oh, no. I know. It's interesting that Ishmael is so much more of a gentle persuader. Because I really expected him when the mouthpiece tried to really talk about the horn was your fault for giving it to to Tarek in the first place. I'm like, ma'am, do you know who this is? Do you know who this is? (laughs) You ain't even got a Demane. Shut the fuck up. Igwane refuses to participate in defending the city. There's kids down there. I would say the white clothes going around saying, Come on, people of the city, pick up your swords. They didn't have a problem. They didn't have a they didn't ask to be rescued. Everyone in the kingdom was like in the Amberlin seat was like, go to this town, foam, and liberate it. But the townspeople were minding their own business. They didn't they 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 didn't need to be told, oh, you're gonna fight. Like, um, no, if you feel as if you could take out our overlord, you go ahead and do that. (laughs) I do not have any army or navy training. So I'm just gonna go back to doing my normal, I'll probably die of some disease that none of you fuckers will care about type of life. Leave all that fighting and shit to you. Matter of fact, everybody just get into the cellar underneath the house. And hope this bitch don't burn down. But back to Egwene, she refuses to participate. A well timed rock thrown at the tower causes the women to be blown apart just as Rena was trying to. She was trying to show her power, like, I'm gonna cut your tongue out. Like, I think you know by now, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Do what you want. To me, I am not going to do what you say. Okay, I get it. I'm going to die if I don't. Sure, that's the price I'm willing to pay. It looks like you're more terrified than I am because this is your failure. (laughs) Both Nynaeve and Elaine arrive below the tower only for their captive Sada to take an arrow to the neck. Her death felt by Nynaeve, even though it was definitely, well, and because it was so... Quick. It didn't have the same effect of showing Egwene feeling her own Demane, well, torturer, strangled to death. Like, yeah, I'll I'll take this pain. If it means you die in the end, I will take this pain. It releases the mechanism though when the Demane dies. Elaine takes an arrow to the leg the blue sea is killed didn't even know you we just kept seeing her face and i felt like she would have been a part and she was just dumped in here because she was part of the book <laughs> but never given anything that was significant with whatever role she played in the book Renna and Gwaine face off in the confrontation that we've been waiting to happen oh jesus let me kill this nigga Matt runs in the Perrin running from the soldiers and they have a quick reunion, but it's short lived before there's more fighting. Egwene is able to figure out that Soldam are just weaker eyes Sedai because the collar fell off. She figured that part out when um when one of the Aes Sedai had died, the blue lady, or the blue house lady. That's all I got. And she puts it on Renna. So now they both got collars. And Renna tries to say, well, you can't, it doesn't work on me because I can't channel. And she's like, no, 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 no. You wouldn't have felt that connection to me or linked to me the way you did if you could not yourself channel. You're just uh, so weak or your weaves are so weak that you escape the sunshine. So that's even worse. But I guess that's probably why she felt the need to not torture her and try to build a bond with her, even though it was still rejected. And I mean, I I could understand the fear of, right? Like, oh, I don't want to be collared. So I have to pretend that I'm a human. But at the same time, you should have been working on a plan to liberate yourself in your (laughs) form. That would be a better thing to do. But yeah, I love the scene. I love everything, everything about the scene. Egwene earned her storyline, and it really picked up the first to last three episodes, which is sad because we could have had a lot more. But I think it it, it covered the beats it needed to, because I also don't want to just see continuous torture <laughs> of someone as you try to uh, avoid being broken but she chokes her out until she releases her then watches her continue to strangle to death she's like Egwene please how can I resist a promise such as this after emotional damage Rand shows up and he's like I came to save you but I guess you didn't need me to save you and I'm sorry that I lied I think that she needs some. even though she loves Rand she's still gonna need a moment to take in the fact that he been off bumping uglies with someone else (laughs) didn't know talking about it was best for you (laughs) oh seems your dick was just fine sir (laughs) wait wait you fell in love with someone else too wow wow good for you I'm glad it was slathered in all the right places as my tears clearly weren't enough to satiate you. Anyhow, (laughs) Ishmael shows up, quickly knocks Egwene out and he has the ships in the harbor ready to hold Ran and prepare for the signal to gentle him. He does steal him first. Egwene is not a killer and I need to reemphasize how many bodies our group took down this episode because i think with the exception of matt everyone's got one <laughs> in the past uh 45 minutes to an hour because he gwayne killed her captor she deserved it but that's taking a dark on the a, a walk on the dark side uh the way in which Clearly, naive took Joy out of torturing her captive and then she died, even wasn't at her hand. She didn't give a fuck. (laughs) She put her in front to be exactly what she was, a shield, a human shield. And that means that the chances of you dying were pretty high. And I was okay with those, those uh, numbers. Perrin, we find out in a later bit. First, let's talk about Ishmael. Um, he tries to push him to the dark side because your friends are eventually going to turn if you keep fighting the Dark Lord, which is something that happened to Ishmael. So am I guessing that's something that happened to Landfair as well? The second to take a life in this episode was Perrin. Once Hopper comes to his rescue him having been assaulted once again by Valda, who continues to get away even with his entire arm chewed off. Unfortunately, it was Dane's dad that killed Hopper to save his human friend, but he didn't know that Parrot has a wolf connection, and so he lost his wolf friend. So he took that axe and had a lot of beef. And that beef went right into that man's chest. <laughs> he, he didn't kill him. He, he almost sliced his ass in half. That night, that ass is not coming out with no gentle tug. <laughs> and he probably would have kept moling at his body if Ogier didn't tear him away then Dane's like no two rivers how dare you oh no 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 one first and foremost it's war you can't pretend that your dad dying in war is not a thing that would happen secondly I don't give a fuck about either of these two people this is something set up for Perrin that I really don't I I don't know who Dane's supposed to be other than he's somewhat of a nicer white cloak whatever whatever i know this much um you were almost about to die by my friend i saved your life i killed your dad because he killed my friend i understand that he's your dad but it doesn't need to be per- i guess if it's your dad it's always personal <laughs> did i say that cuz i think i said that about a character in um Black cells that I absolutely could not stand most of the time, but I was like, oh, it is your daddy though, come on. That's. <laughs> you can't pretend that's not personal. I'm more surprised Matt is a member of the Heroes of the Horn and Eye Patch is back. I guess Ingtar wasn't so lucky for all his <laughs> saving of it. He wasn't allowed in the membership. <laughs> 90 K channel why is she stinks man you know what i'm tired of you i'm tired of this shit this is supposed to be your wheelhouse ma'am at least healing and she tries to help like elaine tries to be nice and help her with it but she's like it it doesn't work like that either it's there or it's not but you do need to figure out come on uh, i miss leandra in this episode can i just say that i miss leandra in this episode (laughs) If anyone's going to get naive to channel, it's Leandrin. (laughs) One, you're angry at me. Two, (laughs) I don't have all this. uh, I got the right tools to inspire you because you need to be talked to in a certain manner. And no one around you apparently has that tone. She does need to be reminded that she's a fucking wisdom, though. Oh, I just need to push the arrow through. It's going to hurt. You didn't even tourniquet it. She does know she is useless at least and brings Elaine along. because She's like, leave me behind. I'll just slow you down. She's like, look, Egwene needs you, not me. I apparently have some mental block going on that has just been disheartening to say the least. It's choice time with Ishmael getting the answer he expected from Rand: that I will never serve him. I will never serve uh you and i think that you already know this because we've done this dance enough times before and despite claiming he's not like lose everyone that knew lose is like "Bitch, you just like him even though maybe a little bit different that's the weaker part of (laughs) lose matt thinking he doing something throws the knife spear and impales ran sorry sorry i'm sorry sorry When did Matt even learn how to wield a spear? That's neither here nor there because he was fighting. I was like, oh, when did these skills show up? Not never. Oh, don't let me be remiss and not point out the little dress whip because I liked it. Uh, Matt is forgiven by Nynaeve. And he did indeed need that because he made efforts. (laughs) He did make efforts. And Elaine's the one that heals him. And it's a good thing she brought who she needed to bring to the party and not just was um, being stubborn and not realize, you know what, I, I can't offer these skills right now. So Elaine, you take charge. You're right. You take charge. Lana Moraine's scene on the beach was epic because she must have done dance classes, how elegantly she made them weaves that destroyed Corella the balds and her mouthpieces, ships, Once they unleash Ran, he is easily able to harness enough energy into a sword to kill Ishmael.
1: No, God! No, God, please, no, 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 no! Baby,
0: please don't go. His last words are that it's beautiful. Don't you see it, Luz? He's like, what are you looking at? Nothing, absolutely nothing. He is a man who don't wanna be alive who mad that he got to come back and have the same conversation once again. (laughs) I was really sad for this actor to go because I loved him. He's the best part of this second season. And I wanted him to be a continued threat. But the fact that he gets reborn gives me some help, even though it's probably another life cycle and not in season three, which is going to harm my heart. But his calm, cool collectiveness, along even with Lanfair's slight, uh, smuggish, heavily eyelinered personas, we find out that they're the tamest of the maniacs. <laughs> and they really were just doing polite maneuvering. Uh, the Sishan, Selshan are down but not out, just retreating. Moraine launches the banner declaring the dragon as prophesied. So it is, he is getting support behind him. Moraine did point out that they may have to kill innocent people to protect Ran. And Lon should know that if he's going to be a part of this. <laughs> like, we We're not going to be on the plus side of the tower just snow going forward <laughs> probably might have to hurt some of our own our triumph however is short-lived because Ishmael done let out the other six maniacs gotcha bitch the first we meet is mogedian softly softly from the shadows and very much looking like a serial killer easily overcomes Landfair and warns her to stay away from rand as the rest of us in the forsaken unlike you and ishmael we don't have that familiarity and clearly talking and you thinking i was weak and too afraid and too rash all those things you were accusing me of previously that i've been mulling on for however long yeah we're going to take over charge of the five now and you're gonna see how much i've changed despite lanfear's tough exterior the moment light is brought back into the room bitch is calling out to it to protect ran So a really good finale, I gave it a 9.4 out of 10. I like the action. There were a few scenes here and there where things were, um, you know, a little, a little foretold, but overall I enjoyed myself. I think the season has been leaps and bounds above the first season. And thus I am truly intrigued to get into season three. Because I want to know more about who the other Forsaken are. Because they are considered far more dangerous than what we have gotten thus far. We do have feedback by Mimi. She was thoroughly excited by this finale and said she had so much to talk about. And because this is one of the books that she read and I know you were very close with your sister in regards to this series, too, so it holds a special place in your heart uh, based on recent events. So I can't wait to hear how you felt now that we have reached the end. So without further ado, let's hop into the mailbag.
1: What up, Stina? This is Mimi. This is my feedback for the season two finale of The Wheel of Time. This is take 792. So whatever you get from this is going to be what it is. I've decided that the best way for me to go about this is to just go character to character. Um, I wrote notes and this is the most I've ever written for an episode. (laughs) I think it's like nine pages. It's astronomical. A lot of it was me talking shit about Naneve because she was fucking useless. But we'll get to her in a minute. Um, First, I want to say that this episode was the absolute bomb. I freaking loved every second of it um, from beginning to the end. Um, I would like to point out that I said that I felt like everybody was stronger because they were together and I feel like we got confirmation at the end that your girl was right because um the girl at the end when she was with Lanfair, which I'm kind of rooting for her, um her name I'm gonna call her Maury because her name is like Bori Maury or something like that, and it's too much. <laughs> Um, until season three come out and there's like four episodes, I'm probably not going to know how to pronounce it. Someone call her Maury, um, (laughs) M-O-R-I. Anywho, um, when she said, um, they're all five of them are ours. Yeah. Uh, I don't know exactly what the wheel of time is supposed to be. I keep going back to the beginning of the episodes in season one and two when we would get the theme song and it would be these wheels with these women on it, these characters that we have not seen yet. So it has to be, I I need to start these books because by the time season three comes, I want to be done. There's like seven books and I'm dead ass set on being finished because we know the way that this actor strikes going we not getting nothing, nothing. I'm convinced 2024 is going to be a bust. We might as well scrap it because these execs keep increasing prices, but not giving nobody money. And it's going to be a hard, dry 2024. That's fine. So we're probably not going to get scripts written until 2025. And we're probably not going to get anything pushed out until the middle of 2025. And that's if they're rushing. And the way that this show has like special effects, um it might be the later part of 2025 and let's be real they keep cutting episodes down because you know unfortunately with the way things are going they need to get stuff out so we're probably not going to get that many episodes and sorry i am almost positive i'm getting sick lord have mercy i'm not ready for this it's too early anyway um i don't remember what i was saying it's not that important i know i was talking about just episodes um i'm pretty sure if i remember the article i read correctly season three should be the last season which doesn't make any sense because there's seven books but i also don't know how much they've jam-packed in these two um seasons because he met elaine at the end of season two but in the book he met elaine in the first book um, I should say in the series he met her in the first book In um, that whole who are you like they should have done the lighting better because she looks kind of stupid when Rand was looking at her all like love struck and who are you I don't even want to talk about that scene right now because I got so much to say about Nani's old ass the way they play my girl in this season is astronomical like Oh, I'm gonna do her last because I know if I don't if I don't see how long I'm ranting, I'm gonna talk shit about her for 45 minutes and and I don't want that and I know you don't either. So let's get into this. Um I love that we got to to go 3,000 years ago. I didn't realize that um the dragon Or I shouldn't say I didn't realize I should say I forgot that the dragon was three three thousand years ago, which explains because I remember when we saw Luce a long time ago, like technology was like in the future. And then when they say the dragon destroyed the world, I don't know that we really know how he destroyed the world yet. Maybe they told us. I don't remember. Um, But like I said, I do want to go back and rewatch season one all the way through season two. Um, And like I said, since we ain't got nothing else to do, I know I can do it. So maybe um when I read the books, I'll have something to draw from. But I like that episode. I just I can't comprehend if the white cokes are supposed to be good this season because we hated them in season one, especially that black dude who insists on not using white strips. Um, I don't know who does, you know, makeup and who does hiring. But if you're going to have a dark skinned black man wearing white clothes, you should make his teeth white because his yellow teeth is fucking distracting and it's very annoying. And it makes me not like him. How dare you be an asshole and have yellow teeth? You gotta pick a struggle, sir. Um, anyway, they making us think that, you know, the white coats are are good. They're going to protect this city because the enslavers, but we know that they don't like people that channel. So, um, yes, the... the um it was the dame and so what were the other group called the black asha i don't even remember anything else but other than that name but we know that they don't like women that channel (laughs) there's some haters um and they enslaved them yes that's bad but that's not why you're going to this town and doing that because they brought those people here you you're doing it for another reason and i like i can't it's It's like when you go to another country to save them from you know imperialism is that what it is called i I know you know what I'm talking about uh communism and all that stuff. it's like but who who who's to say that they want to be saved by you like why why do you get to make that choice? Why are you there saving grace what what do you get out of this? Why are you so concerned about another um country um or in this case another Um, town. Um, And granted, I know they they sent letters to the White Tower, and they weren't able to do anything. But what do you get out of this? And I can't help but think that they're going to get something out of this. So I'm going to start just going through um, each character because I feel like that's the best way to keep my mind right. Um, just just strap in, girlfriend, because it's going to be long. I have so much to say, and I don't. I know I'm not going to be able to get it. I'm going to try and get it um, under 15 minutes. Um, I'm going to do my best. I promise. So I wrote down the five, because he was like all five of them, and I was like, I need to write this down. Perrin, let's start with Perrin. Um, I love how my mans came up there with um, A.V. and then those two other warriors, and, and granted, he only had the three women and him, but they were some, they fought really well together. Perrin blended right in. It was very impressive. Um, I was devastated when Hopper died. And I knew as soon as Perrin was like, stay out here. It's okay. I'll come meet you. It's dangerous. I was like, my baby boy about to go in there and say his best friend. Because he ain't about to let Perrin go in there by himself. And he was right on time. And then the, the white cloak. Um, just uh decided he was gonna ax my poor Hopper. And it's like you was attacking Perrin? I y'all clearly not on the same side. And when Perrin came out with the axe and he murked old dude's dad, I was like, Yeah, I saw that coming. And now dude gonna be seeking revenge on Perrin. You don't know who you fucking with. His best friend is a dragon reborn, sir. You don't want none of that smoke. Um, but Um, I hope we do get more of Avi in um, season three. Like I said, I don't know what the storyline is. I thought we were going to learn that they come from the same clan as Ran. And maybe learn about Ran's mom. And why he is considered the dragon reborn. And what made him so special. But I don't think that's going to be a part of the journey. Um, I'm going to skip over Nynaeve Because we're going to talk about her last. And then I'm going to go to Ran. Um, First of all, (laughs) when they were like... Ran is Ran's ready. Ishmael was saying that to Landfair. I was No, Landfair was saying that to Ishmael. I was like, how is he ready? He don't know anything about his powers. He ain't fought anybody. He ain't he used it one time to unravel Moraine's uh, thread and he ain't done nothing else. Like why how do we know he's ready? Who taught him? Why like he had that one lesson with um L-Logaine, and that was it and he ready, and then he promptly proved me the fuck wrong, when he took out, um, what was his name, Lord Turek, Turek? I wrote his name down, he took out all the motherfuckers, just shot him in the neck, (laughs) it was so, it was, I know it shouldn't have been funny, but I laughed, I'm not gonna lie, it was funny how he was like, oh, you have a heron blade sword, let's see what you did to deserve that, and he took it out, he did all this, like, Spectacular moves with his hair and blade sword and promptly got murdered by some uh, magic. That shit was so funny. I expected my mouth was on the floor. Like, damn, Rand! I guess you are ready. Okay. I ain't mad. I ain't mad. I ain't mad. Um, And then, you know, he's like slowly making his way through the town. How he didn't run into Nynaeve and Elaine before, I don't understand. Because they were all in the same place. But then again, naneep set her dumb ass on the ground after old girl died and she just she was just there for the rest of the episode being useless but like i said we're gonna get back to her because i will literally drag her for 45 minutes and when he finally when Rand finally got up there to to, to Egwene, it was too late because old girl i knew she was gonna save herself i was like she's gonna save herself i thought she was gonna because um all of them were in the same area like um matt naneve um ran perrin all of them were together finally she was gonna be so powerful that she was gonna break the the necklace but what actually happened ended up being pretty dope um and i guess that's a good way to like jump into Egwene because the ending when I after I drag um, Nani, I can talk about the whole ending. But Iguane's storyline was really good. I was hoping that she learns how to boss up. I didn't want her to kill that girl, but I also did, knew that she didn't have any saving grace. The fact that this bitch could channel the whole time and she was a hating ass hoe, she deserved to die. Like you had the power to channel. But now you enslaving other channel people what because it's like it's either, it's better you than me like I can't stand people like that it reminds me of those like I don't know Uncle Tom shucking and jiving black people who have so so much to say like those black men who swear to God that they white who talk shit about black women like I only date white I only date white women because black women this they ratchet they ugly they blah 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 like girl how dare you I'm glad she died and I'm also glad that not uh Egwene was such a boss bitch she was sitting there playing chicken with her she was like if you um do this if I die you die she was like okay well I told you I was gonna kill you if I gotta die in the process bitch this was up and I was like okay you done moved up the ladder Egwene and then when she came after Ishmael and he like promptly like like, levitated her against the wall, I was like, damn, I was hoping she was gonna be a boss bitch, and then she got up, and she shielded Ran for so long, and she did so good, and her shield must have been what, um, Moraine felt when she was, like, someone shielding someone, because, um, and because she realized that, um, those, Uh, ships were Gentling ran moraine was able to take them out so that ran could defend himself like all that thing all the way all that played out was like such a boss move um and then let's get to matt because i promise you matt's whole case just blew me i was literally talking shit more shit about him than i was about naneve and he straight up humbled me all the way to the end let me i'm gonna go to my notes real quick hold on Okay, because I was like, okay, so Matt abandoned his friends because he was going back to look for the dagger. I was like, oh hell no! And then when uh uh Pad Pat and Fair had the dagger and put it in front of him, I'm like, dude, like, what are you doing? So this dagger is the reason you left your friends because you wanted to go back to the tower to get it. Then you have the audacity to leave Ram because you don't want to kill him. But in all actuality, you were just chasing the dagger. Now you're in a room with the dagger, and instead of trying to escape, you're just going to sit there and stare at the dagger. And then old dude came in, and it mistake me. Correct me if I'm wrong. I could be mistaken. But didn't doesn't Matt know what uh, Pan and Faye did? Because I know he's the one that sent the Trollocs to Two Rivers, and I know that um Perrin is livid because the the trollic attack is what killed his wife but doesn't Matt know that he did that too he wasn't even upset and I was like you sit here staring at this dagger trying to figure out how to get it and then he like uses his imagination which was pretty clever to actually take it and he got out and he used it to to kill I was like okay so you want the dagger you just not gonna touch it so you just gonna finagle your way into getting this dagger anyway Then he runs into Perrin, and then he gets this horn, and he's running, he's running, and he come across all of these, like, warriors. And I was like, well, I was like, Matt, why did they send Matt? Like, why didn't Perrin go give Rand the damn horn? And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, because Matt can't fight. Okay, that makes sense. Matt isn't a fighter. Okay, so he has to go take the horn. And then when he blew the horn, and those warriors came out of him, and he was like, I remember how. I, I can't even explain to you how bamboozled and accosted I was. I was shook. I was like, there is no way that I'm understanding this correctly. Let me just rewind the scene. I rewound it all the way back to when he first got the horn um, or when he first met up with Parent and they were like, I hope I hope uh, these chicks can fight. They can. They can. Yes, they can. That's neither here nor there. And I was like, let me watch this over again. And I was like, so surprised. I was like... So because if I'm remembering, the old gear said that this horn is needed for the Dragon Reborn to win the war. And I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up. So are you telling me that the Dragon Reborn is not just ran? Because that's how that's the takeaway I got from this whole shenanigans from all five of them. The Dragon Reborn is all of them. I don't know why Moraine thinks it's just ran. He was loose Theron, no, 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 loose, loose Theron, I think it's, loose Theron is what they called him. Yes, he was reincarnated, but is it possible that the cosmos or the wheel of time, because they say the wheel wheeze what the wheel wills, I think that's how the saying goes. Did the wheel of time decide, let's not put all this power in one person, let's put it in five, and then send all of them to the two rivers? Because I feel like that's what happened. And my mind keeps going back to all five of them, because even Ishmael, who, by the way, I saw the x-ray had the actors, like, up, and I saw his name is Fares Fares. Without his, like, beard and stuff, that man is fine. Because you've been talking about how fine he was this whole time, Christine. And I was like, I don't see it. But I saw it. I seen it. I seen it. That man is fine. I'm glad. I'm sad he dead. He was actually a pretty cool villain. Um, His death looked pretty peaceful, though. So I was okay with that. But anyway, um, I really think that all five of them are the Dragon Reborn. And this is just me using the television series information and then nothing from the book because the book season or the book series I've only read the first book and the first book has ran as the dragon reborn that's all so I don't know if they're changing things for the television series or they're just moving things along faster but like I said I'm telling you I really think that it's all five of them the last thing I want to talk about is Nynaeve, and I saved her for last because she was literally useless. I thought this was going to be her come comeuppance and she was going to do better. And I was like, she's going to redeem herself for us having seven episodes of her being useless. But she was even worse this episode. How you not even try? To use your powers, and Ran is fucking dying. And the old girl Elaine, she she helped Ran. but the wound was all funky looking. We know you got you you're strong, not um not even. I don't understand what your problem is. Like you didn't even try. You just sat there crying about I can't if I can't visualize I can't do it. She was like, Well, your wisdom use that. You didn't even try to do anything, and you just sat there and you dragged her. Well her messed up ass leg up on that tower because you were like well i won't be able to channel you haven't tried to channel since you was inside there with that one the yellow um uh isa and you got her caught you haven't tried to channel since then like why are you why did they do this to my girl Why did they make her so useless? And then she had the audacity to stand up there by Rand. Like she had anything to do with the victory. You literally was worse than Matt. I don't... (laughs) I can't comprehend. Like, why are you not able to do anything? Elaine shouldn't have even been there. Technically, she was taken because she was with you guys. But she wasn't supposed to be in the group. She's not a part of the five. But she had to save the day because you're trash. I... I just don't understand (sighs) why they do my girl like that I don't know but I hope season three Nineveh is better because I can't I can't do another episode of this I can't do another season of her being useless she the only black girl on the screen because the black girl in the book ain't been ain't been put in there yet she's not a character and i don't know that she's gonna be like we don't we have no idea so she all we got and they got her acting like a fucking lame and i'm not okay with it um i'm actually very angry <laughs> um sorry this is so long i failed at the 15 minutes but i'm glad i put Nynaeve last because like i said it would have been a whole rant for 45 minutes and i would have had to And it. Me having 175,000 takes is why I decided to put Nynaeve in the back. (laughs) Um, I'm sure I missed some stuff, but I'm gonna end it here. Until next time, love, peace, hair, grease, and black girl magic. Queen of the Couch Mimi out.
0: Thank you, Queen Mimi, for your thoughts and emotions on the episode. You dragging Valda's teeth makes me want to go back and take a photo of them just so I can put them online. (laughs) Because that was great. (laughs) <laughs> i didn't notice his teeth because i just every time i see his that little gray in his freaking hair i'm just like oh god he's still alive and girl there is no r in mo Mogedian. that's it that's their name Mogedian. <laughs> i don't know where you got mori from <laughs> there are no pregnancy tests that we need to uh, to give out the results for and yeah, um, I haven't really caught up with the writer's strike as much. So you keep me informed. That's where I even say on another podcast, I was like, I get all my writer's strike news from Mimi because I, I ain't been out in them streets. Um, I don't recall how they, um, how, how the backstory that you were saying with the white, white cloaks as well. I don't, really get it. what I said, I think there's some parts of this that are probably far more massaged in the books than they are in the show. So I have to kind of just accept it. But yeah, those are the some of the things that I know I'm not going to get any build up other than a few couple lines here and there that's going to be the incumbent scene. I just feel as if they were here because we needed soldiers in the fight. And since the Sanshan are against everyone, the friend of my enemy is my friend. So it's not even so much I think that they're good because they clearly hate women and don't like the Aes Sedai or anything supernatural in this world. But I think by with the introduction of Dane, they're trying to put it out there like, yeah, well, there might be some noble people out there that are just doing their duty and aren't quite as zealous as the Valda we've seen. And to be fair when you said why he didn't kill Perrin he didn't know Perrin he didn't know if he was just someone around <laughs> as far as he knew Perrin was a was a guy that was being attacked by one of the uh was he being attacked by one of the white cloaks I don't even remember it's no by a soldier and then he came over and he was attacking or maybe he was being attacked by a white cloak I don't remember I honestly don't remember but I do know that yeah no 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 no, he wasn't it was Valda attacking Perrin you're right and then Perrin or then the the hopper attacked Valda the dad came in just saw his dude like he's part of his white cloaks being attacked so he just attacked the dog he didn't really take into account Perrin on the ground he didn't know if he was an enemy or just uh someone on the streets but he wasn't being attacked by that moment by Perrin. So he did what he needed to do. And he said Valda with me. And then Valda ran off. He didn't turn around and look at Perrin and be like, that's the enemy too. Um, So I think that's why he didn't attack Perrin. If I remember that scene correctly. And girl, the Sanshan and the Black Aja are different. <laughs> the Black Aja are the Aes Sedai in the tower that are sworn to the dark. But even they aren't a fan of the Sanshan. So... <laughs> I don't know what time all of our sisters are in trouble. Well, it doesn't feel like it It doesn't feel like it at all. And how many of the black Aja are out there? It's almost like this thing that they it's, it's one of my little pet peeves with the seasons. They toss out things that are there, but never really, um, never really expounded upon. Um, and what else? uh the dragon reborn is all of them you are you're I know you I know you you are going to be on that theory until you're proven wrong so I'm not even going to try to prove you this wrong I mean that would be fine I just think it's just why introduce the idea of the dragon reborn being ran if it's going to be all five people (laughs) that's my only question if it's all five of them then you don't have to need to have a dragon reborn it's The dragons reborn, or the dragon reborn in the guise of them, like when they were looking at them in first season, and they were like they're all connected to the same thing. I think kind of what they were saying with that backstory with Ishmael and Lanfear, like two of his best friends that were inseparable turned to the dark side. So is there something that you, in order to get to the dragon, you have to get through to? through to his friends that's not to say that your theory can't stay true and they split up the power between the three I would just think we would see something more emphatic by now especially at the end of the second season that would highlight that I think that more appropriately they give each other the strength due to their shared history um that their their light is more powerful than the darkness all combined together. I can get on board with that one more so than the dragon reborn isn't ran. It's just all five of them with the with the wheel deciding to split it up between them. I mean, I don't. I would just need to know what the why be so complicated about it <laughs> when it, it works out the exact same way the other way. It's just like yeah. They were all he needs his friends to support him and remain part of the light so that he himself doesn't turn to the dark and that with them like he's the dragon reborn is surrounded by people that will keep him in the light which is why he's never turned to the light we don't know how many cycles this has been it's like thousands of years so I think there's always something around yeah probably a a circle of friends uh, that's important to the dragon reborn and their choices are just important to to what happens to the Wheel as his choices and everything you said about Nynaeve is very valid I, I can't I'm I've been saying it all season I didn't think she was going to do to I thought at least she was going to come back as a wisdom but yeah it turns out she can't do that Like even I could have said push the arrow through that's like common sense on how you handle an arrow wound yeah you might need to break it off but that doesn't seem nearly as beneficial as this pushing it through (laughs) why can't she even think of the child that she lost and could possibly still have in the future you would think that would be enough to motivate i think that's what the frustrating part is about not so much that she has a block so i said apparently this is canon in the book from what people told me she has a mental block Whatever, that does have no bearing on the character herself being what she was introduced in the beginning of the series to be and most of through season one, someone who was there for her friends, someone who um seemed to be a, a pretty rational person. Sure, she has her flaws and I don't want to take from because every character, deserves to not be on a pedestal because I think that's always easier so much easier when you can go for the easy characters like that where they're not too complicated where you don't have to shift through unlikable traits that they have but on the other side of that it's not even it's they've ripped the rug under everything that was naive, and now we're left with just a lot of disappointment in the characterization because it doesn't take much just to be <laughs> um you know a kind hearted we gotta get to Egwene. I kinda even felt that whole story arc, even with Elaine. Elaine really got the short end of the stick. She didn't get any character progression. All we know is she's the daughter heir and she made quick friends with Egwene. And now, uh, Rand's looking at her in a weird way. Like I'm up to make you wife number three. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about the fact that he just decides he gonna love who he gonna love. Be <laughs> damn the commitment. Um, what else? I think that's about it. I think that you're in the, you like this series far more than I like the series. I will put that out there. That's not to say I haven't enjoyed myself and I certainly feel more excitement after listening to your feedback sometimes more so than when I'm in the episode. There's been a couple where I'm just like, oh yeah, that's been, that's the episode this season, but the writing has improved and I'm not surprised that they have only one more season to go. It's a lot of books. It's a lot and it's, it's really difficult. And you have to be very finite on what you want to put in there and what you don't and when you have a world so very big, if it's not gonna be like you have to you have to hit the the keep some stuff out and I feel like they're trying to put everything in, and that's where some of their um their breakdowns are at but yeah i i i i'm 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 betting season three is gonna be the better season for Niiveve definitely because i have a feeling <laughs> someone's gonna have to deal with the other forsaken and it ain't gonna just be the dragon reborn himself he gonna need some backup and while Egwene certainly has a lot of power and we're showing that she has a lot of power to be felt uh we do know that if he can take on one of the ishmael then Nynaeve probably can take on one or two of those motherfuckers so yeah, that's, uh, all our thoughts on the season. Yes, hopefully at some point I will get into the books. Maybe before season three. I don't know. I'm not making any commitments. I got into a lot of early human. <laughs> I got that, uh, nothing but nonfiction in my book collection right now that I want to read because I'm a nerd. Once again, if you want to send feedback on any other show that I'm doing, we're doing Archer, we had the last episode of Gen V, Invincible is coming the week after, Uh, we still have Bleach, The Fall of the House of Usher, and many more shows that will be eventually joining the roster, and maybe even some movies, I've been out on my movie trip, but I have so many in my queue, like Mimi's saying, we're gonna have time to get around to a lot of things, so I don't feel the need to rush. (laughs) <laughs> oh my social media will be below that's where you can find our calendar and updates until the next time peace hair grease and black magic